Uh, that track was Tumor. <laughs> a happy lucky love song. Um, I'm going to do a review of Straight Outta Compton, which is out on Thursday the 27th of August. Uh, the most exciting musical biopic ever. It's already smashed many, many records. It's still at number one in the box office in America. And they said it would make, you know, possibly $30 million. It's about $115 million already in just over, well, under a couple of weeks so far. And it's a biography of the legendary gangster rap outfit NWA, uh, which featured the starting point, well, not actually quite the starting point, for the careers of Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, MC Ren, uh, EZE, who's the only member of the group that actually deceased. He died of age-related complications uh, around 95, and um, MC Yellow as well. And they were pivotal in American music, coming out of uh, what was the electro sort of pop and soul movement where people used to dress up in glittery Michael Jackson-esque outfits and have soul glow hair. They decided that they were sick and tired of that kind of, of music and they'd hear people like Public Enemy and Scully D and Ice-T and look around at the Compton that they were living in and the way the police were behaving towards them, the racial profiling. At that point, there were um, serious problems with things like uh, police driving tanks with battering rams on into houses and ripping entire walls out. Uh, and we were a few years away from that igniting into the Rodney King-based LA riots. And they arrived with Straight Outta Compton and blew the lid off rap music forever and changed the way. But it was a very interesting story. And Ice Cube, Dr. Dre and some of the other main players got, have been trying to produce a biopic telling their story for a long time. Uh, it ended up being directed by F. Gary Gray who directed the overrated stoner comedy Friday, which was an Ice Cube starring vehicle and production. Uh, it was supposed to be John Singleton, the sometimes brilliant director of Boys in the Hood, who seems to be making a, a documentary of a character that does show up in this film, Tupac Shakur. And Straight Out, Out of Compton's already been so successful, they're already saying that they're going to make a, a sequel, which will f- focus on the uh, Snoop years. Uh, this one goes from when Dr. Dre is working in a club as playing music he doesn't even like um, in an environment he doesn't want to be in. And he gets together with a, gang- a local low-rent gangster called Eazy-E who's a drug dealer and who's got money. And they get together and produce a record. And um, from the off, there are lots of interesting stuff going on. Ice Cube is brought in as a writer, but he doesn't initially rap because he's with another group. And the band that they get in to do the rapping turn their nose up at this West Coast rap music, which wasn't really on the scene. They were from New York. West Coast was nothing. And they didn't want to rap about gangster stuff. Uh, so they actually forced Eazy-E to be the rapper on that first single called Boys in the Hood. And from there on in, the uh, record company interest from a certain Jerry Heller uh, was huge. And he basically uh, formulated the band into making that first album straight out of Compton, which was a... a a platinum success but also with songs like F the Police and the title track uh, caused a great deal of, of consternation including uh, mil- uh, police officers refusing to provide security at their concerts and massive meltdowns all across the board. Now the, fil- the documentary itself has come out to general acclaim and I did manage to get to see it. In fact it's one of the most acclaimed biopics ever, for, certainly for rap music 
Um, it's a, a chronological story. It focuses on the main characters, and the acting in it is uniformly good. O'Shea Jackson is good as Ice Cube, and he should be because Ice Cube is his dad. And it's quite something to see somebody who has got the exact facial characteristics, mannerisms, voice of Ice Cube doing the role. He's great. Um, and there's uh, Paul Giamatti plays the Jerry Heller, um, who's also very good. Um, and the main star of it is the guy that plays Eze. I'll see if I can bring it up because I'm not sure which it is. It's got Corey Hawkins, Jason Mitchell as well. And uh, Eze is the character that enthralls the most. He's he's a very enigmatic man compared to the rest of them, who are much more sort of head down in the books, uh, wanting wanting to make rap music. He's kind of becomes the mogul, um, and it's a kind of divide and conquer movie where Jerry Heller kind of splits them off and makes sure that Eze E gets all of the money and is the head of the Ruthless Records label, and he gets uh, all of the kudos. And the other guys are kind of being picked off one at a time and Ice Cube bails on them uh, and they end up having a massive war of words over the airwaves. And then Dr. Dre does. Um, Another great performance in the film is Suge Knight. And Suge Knight is the manager who was uh, initially notorious for hanging vanilla ice out of a hotel window uh, to make him sign over the royalties for Ice Ice Baby. It is a slightly apocryphal story, as Vanilla Ice says he was only threatening to do that. But Suge Knight deserves a movie on his own, and whichever one of the actors is playing it, he does a brilliant job. A scary man. Um, He was involved in an incident with his girlfriend outside a nightclub in around 2007, where he was beating her up and brandishing a knife. Uh, He never got prosecuted because she's never been seen again. And he's currently in jail on a $25 million bail for murder because he turned up at the set of straight out of compton and got into an altercation and ended up running over someone and killing them um so he's now on trial for murder and given the fact he's bounced in and out of jail half a dozen times it's unlikely that he'll be leaving anytime soon as a film it works really well it's exciting it's on point it doesn't need to do too much as long as they've got those initial performances spot on the music's excellent it Compton's a very visual place and I think one of the reasons why that whole side of uh, black American culture has taken off so much I mean everyone can picture those big cars bouncing down the street the parties everything because it's actually so cinematic one of the things about Compton is um, it was a very middle class area so a lot of the housing is very sparse and wide apart they're standalone homes it's not like Uh, say in the hood in New York where it's all tower blocks and everything like that it's all wide open and you pair that with the blue skies and everything else and it's quite a cinematic looking place it doesn't delve too much into the gang side of things and there are curious omissions the most famous of which is Dr. Dre beating up a female uh, reporter uh, called Dee Barnes who, who made some very very bad claims about what dr dre did to her he has disputed that but he has issued a number of apologies for the fact that he did physically assault her and his girlfriend at the time uh, michelet who was another recording artist um so how much you want to believe about that i don't know he has admitted that it happened but not as badly as they've made out um and it was as he said, a person that he doesn't know. He said he was a horrible person back then. It was over 20 years ago, and he was drinking, taking drugs and everything else, and he was completely out of control. So 
that's kind of left up to the individual to to see how they feel about that i know that a lot of very venerated white music artists have been done for serious domestic violence including people like johnny cash um and they've kind of been let off the hook so it remains to be seen but anyway it's a very good film it's um it i thought it would be a tiny bit edgier um i saw the really really enjoyable notorious the biggie smalls documentary and i thought that it'd be leagues ahead of that it isn't leagues ahead of it it is better but it, it still has occasional melodramatic elements to it but it's very rewatchable as well and you can't go past an epic soundtrack and i'm going to give it eight out of ten uh, and that's probably because I'm a little bit partisan. I don't think I'd ever get bored of rewatching it. So eight out of ten for Straight Outta Compton. Uh, this is from Session Victims' debut album, who are a duo called.